Cambridge Muslim College, training the next generation of Muslim thinkers. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. So we've now uh, plunged into the limpid waters of the fasting month and our customary attachments are suddenly broken. It's like uh, uh, diving into the sea suddenly. There's no more breathing and you are no longer quite at ease with your immediate uh, environment. This brings many benefits, some of them obvious, even medical, others harder to discern, more spiritual. Somehow when we are detached from the immediate need for grazing and snacking and uh, thinking about uh, the next indulgence, we are more in the moment, we're more mindful, we are more present with nature, we are more present with other people, uh, with the moment, with God, inshallah. It's a time of uh, attentiveness and, and of seriousness. We know this is the time when uh, the uh, demons are uh, are, are chained up and uh, a herald cries out and the herald cries out you who seeks what is good rise up and you who seeks what is not good hold back this is a, an angelic voice which is speaking to us and somehow we do detect that voice at, at, at this time so if we're to use this opportunity, let's remember that the fast is not just the nil-by-mouth obvious regulations, but is an inward thing. That is to say, if we are more in the moment and more attentive to others, we need to be uh, more watchful of what comes out of the mouth, as it were, in terms of speech. The effort to listen, the drawbacks of the tongue. This is particularly important in Ramadan and some of the Salaf. Uh, Sufyan al-Thawri, for instance, used to say, Al-Ghiba tufsidu siyam, backbiting breaks your fast. He was a great jurist and that's what he meant. The Rahmah of Allah and the wisdom of the Ummah has not made that the consensual view. It would be difficult, but it is a warning. The Holy Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Man lam yadharil kadiba wa qawla zur, whoever does not abandon telling lies and bearing false witness, Allah has no need of his leaving off his food and his drink. What's, what's the point? What comes out of us is more significant morally, spiritually, than what, what goes in. So it's a time when we're attentive to others and also a time of mercy, of course, the month of mercy, beginning with mercy, and a month of uh, being forgiving of others because we're aware of our own frailty and our own weakness. Man is created weak. We become more aware of the weakness of others. Every Islamic charity will tell you, you know now what it is to be hungry, so give money to famine relief and of course that is one of the the benefits of, of Siyam but empathy with other people what philosophers would call intersubjectivity somehow being them 
imaginatively is the basis of all ethics and Ramadan really does help us with this. So when you are aware of others, you are aware of their weakness and perhaps you can find reasons why they do the things that you don't approve of. It's easy to say, I dislike what such and such a person is saying or the person who he's married, or the way he earns a living, or his opinions on religion, or the way he rules his country, etc. Most, most of our kalam, most of our conversation nowadays is about that. When you are able to empathize and try and put yourself in that person's shoes and understand the reasons why that person has become like that, then you become more human. This idea of insan, to be human, is to do with uns, intimacy which means that we really uniquely among the species can try to imagine really what it is like to be somebody else my cat can't imagine what it's like to be me but I have some capacity even to imagine you know, what my cat must be feeling when he's hungry or hasn't been let in all night we, we are empathetic creatures this is part of being insane and Ramadan heightens that sensibility and should be an ethical time we should find ourselves watchful. We should guard uh, the tongue, use the teeth as a cage, as the scholars say, uh, imprisoning that, that wild beast. So one of the uh, verses that comes to mind here, the religion really is all about, all about forgiveness, is which is hold fast to forgiveness, uh, take what is uh, customary and enjoin others to what is customary and good, and turn aside from the ignorant. And this is one of the verses of the, the, the virtue called helm, mildness, which is a, a Ramadan virtue, has to be. Uh, the, the afu here means Allah is saying hold fast to forgiveness. In other words, uh, overcome your lower desire to find fault with somebody else and to gratify your sense of being superior, better, richer, smarter, more pious, whatever it might be. Forgive them through this uh, empathy and also make things easy for them. Uh, Ibn Drazay in his tafsir says that one of the meanings of Afu here is the tashil, uh, and this is from the, the important prophetic principle, yassiru wala tu'asiru, bashiru wala tu'nafiru, make things easy for people, don't make them harder, give them good news, tell them nice things, uh, don't repel them, it's in the Sirat al-Amr, it's in the imperative, it's a prophetic commandment. We are commanded to make things easier for others. And this is true for the jurist with his fatwas, as it is true for the ruler, as it is true for the banker, as it is true for the parent, as it is true for everybody. Make things easy for others. And this should be part of the understanding, the mutual rahmah, the rahm of the Muslims in Ramadan. We know what people are going through. We all have the same metabolisms, we know what it must be like for them. They haven't eaten for 12 hours, tempers perhaps are short. Be forgiving, but also make things easy for them. Um, Ibn Juzay lists a number of other meanings which are interesting here. Uh, he says <coughs> one of the meanings was before zakat was made obligatory, take only a moderate amount of 
of, of wealth from them. In other words, take what is surplus to their requirements, never take from anybody anything that that, that person absolutely needs. And then the verse ends, In other words, somebody being ignorant and stupid, you don't just smack his head, turn aside. This is the sign of the Ibad al-Rahman in the Qur'an. When they pass by stupid activities, people wasting their time, they pass by with dignity as people of honor. And this is a better way of calling people to something that is better than just getting in there and insulting them and telling them that they're no good wastrels. This is part of the hikmah of da'wah just to show dignity rather than to condemn and to attack people and it's very effective. Uh, In other words, Ibn Razai says what this means is <coughs> when people are behaving stupidly you don't take them to task for their stupidity. Whether it be something that they've said or something that they've done, their fi'al Wahlum anhum. Show them helm. Show them gentleness. Show them generosity. Show them mildness. And this is the uh, the obligation uh, that is uh, imposed because this verse is in the imperative. At all times, we are to be mild people. In the month of Ramadan, we must cultivate this even more. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we embark upon this month, make us people of awareness of understanding of mildness insha'Allah and may he accept all of our fasts Barakallahu feekum wal afu minkum assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah Cambridge Muslim College training the next generation of Muslim thinkers